Wake your punk ass up. Hold on, no smoothie. It's your boy DOC. DJ Q nice on the ones and twos. Indeed. What a smoothie man in the boards. Now, you guys know, first off, I appreciate the AM Cafe Morning Show waking your ass up at 6 a.m. That's how we Ooh. get down. I'm a little tired myself. Oh, Just got man. in from. Uh, New York. Now you guys know I'm on this kazoo tour that I've yes, been working with. Hold yes. on. Doc, I gotta thank you, man. I'm loving the tour right now, man. Yeah, really man. You it. know, last night sold out. Seven and a half people That's was a, right, baby. It was a little midget up in there, but we 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 doing <laughs> what we could do. We made it happen. Last week I had three people, so you know I was up in Syracuse. <laughs> Syracuse, what up? It's your boy DLC, man. So today, dude, I need a lot of time. Today for my special guest. So, yes, yes. today is really special because these guys that um, are in the studio with me today, go, we go outside of music. Mm. Like we're we're really friends. Nice. And you know, every now and again, a group comes along, and they, you know, they give you. Some good energy They add something to The culture of R&B music And then You know maybe after the hits Are gone you, you You wonder like what happened to those guys What happened to that group And a lot of times these guys are still Creating music right. that You are hearing today Still but you don't realize That they're the creative force Behind the music Yes sir Yes sir That's right So today My special damn guest In the building Boy oh. I'll slap both These mother effers In their yeah. face <laughs> <laughs> Two thirds Of the group Something for the people My Ooh. man Road Cat Daddy Holiday My boy Sauce is in the Mother effing building What up What up yeah, 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 yeah. Diggy Doc 
Now, Dio. Before we get into it, because I got so much damn history, I'm not even gonna bring up the dirt that I got because we go back. I'm not gonna do that. That's a whole nother show. But before we get started, I have to say, rest in peace to Fuzzy, mm. the lead singer of Something for the People. Mm-hmm. I gotta make sure that you know if you were you. You knew about something for the people. You knew Fuzzy had that distinct voice, man. But that dude was a special cat. Like, God, the the mold was definitely broken after Fuzzy, dude. So we got to start that off, man. It's only right. Fuzzy, rest in peace. And uh, he's, over for, here, he's over here laughing at you right now. Oh, that's all he does all day. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, sauce, bro, what's up, man? It's, it's, it's. Well, I, I don't want to say it's been a minute because literally, Ro and I probably speak ten times a week. Me and Ro, Ro is like my. What's the show with the white lady? Like when you needed help and you got you like, oh, I want to call my homie. Uh, it's the weakest link, and you got like. Um, your lifeline. Your What's lifeline. Yeah, that's what he, he calls me. Lifeline. Hey, <laughs> when the going get tough, get Ro in the damn phone. Ro gonna help me out. <laughs> Sauce, not so much. But Ro, <laughs> I'm quickly, I'm quickly becoming the black Doctor Phil. Right. Um, Sauce. You know, Sauce was actually here last week because he brought us his artist Candace Boyd, who signed the Compound, oh, yeah, which is Neil's man. artist, yeah, right? right? So I was like, you know, I tend to forget all the stuff that Sauce is involved in. So I was like, you know, I got to have them back and let him get his shine. So yes. Sauce is here two weeks in a row. Yeah. Oh, oh, hey. oh, Jesus is coming back today. <laughs> <laughs> the Rapture is today. Yeah, I've seen you twice in a week. Right. <laughs> Good Lord, Lord. <laughs> so. I got something for the people in the building today. We're going to talk about stuff that a lot of folks don't know that they're responsible for. We're going to talk about their journey, where they have been, what they've been doing. We're going to get into all of it. So it's the AM Cafe Morning Show. Something for the people's in the damn building. Sauce, Cat Daddy. Oh, wait. This is oh, so wait. special. I'm about to hey. shed a tear up in this bitch. <laughs> so we're going to get into the uh, into the mix right now. It's uh, DJ Q Nice on the ones and two. Q Nice. Yeah. Because my boys is in here, don't make me look bad. <laughs> Can we start off with one of their classics real quick? Indeed, indeed. AM Cafe Morning Show. Don't go nowhere. Something for the people's in the building. Let's go. Yes, yes. Get your morning started the right way with the AM Cafe Morning Show. Make sure they're all legit and all the fake will stay 
morning started the right way with the AM Caffeine Morning Show. Caffeine Morning Show. AM Caffeine Morning Show. DJ Q Nights on the Ones and Twos. I got something for the people in the damn building. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Thank you. I'm Smooth D. I know today when I told you we're going to do like a Way Back Wednesday show, and you know, sometimes you say Way Back Wednesday, he thought like, you know, Wilson Pickett or. Like, no, no, smooth, not that way, man. Not, not that way, man. Not that way, man. <laughs> Something this for the people, man. A hop, skip, and a jump back. Sauce and roll, man. How do you guys feel when you hear 
like we started off the mix with um, Get This Party Started Right, which was your first single, right? No. It wasn't the first single. What was our first single? Uh, the other one. <laughs> the other one. <laughs> the other you one. Know, his, his memory real bad. Yeah, that's man. Papa Smurf. Yeah. 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 Uh, you know, it wasn't with you. With you. That was the second single. So get this party started was the first single, what wasn't it? Yeah. Was yeah. I in the group or you might have been? Yeah. <laughs> you did the choreography. Yeah. <laughs> the choreography. The choreography. So, how does it feel when you hear that song? Like, how long has it been now? Man, well, you, I mean, what twenty? Damn, twenty years. I think it came out like ninety five, ninety six. Right, wow. right. Wow. That's crazy. Like that. wow. Does it feel that long? Yeah, it's, it's, I mean, it's, <laughs> you ain't gonna throw no no rock and hit it, right? <laughs> it's, it's a long ways back there, man. So let's get real quick to the origin. So Sauce and Fuzzy, you guys were from the Bay Area, correct? Yeah, area, yeah, area. And how did you guys initially link up? Was it like did you guys know each other from school, the neighborhood? Um, uh, we we met through a mutual friend. Okay, that did music. He, okay. was in a, he was in a band And I was uh, A friend of the producer Of the band And that's how we met And I was I was working I was working for a steel company <laughs> oh, Welding You was, pro- was already probably stealing <laughs> He specialized in manhole covers <laughs> Making manhole covers With PG&E Wait wait You didn't really make manhole covers Did you? Yeah. Did you really? <laughs> So you met Fuzzy while you were making manhole covers. And I know he wasn't doing that job because there's uh-uh. no way a small... He would have fell in and they, never been able to yeah, get out yeah. of there. <laughs> I never so, knew that dude have a job. Right. <laughs> so you guys become friends. Mm-hmm. You had a mutual... Um, both enjoyed music, obviously. Mm-hmm. So did you guys start a group at that point? No, we just started like writing together. Okay. And um, so I was just starting to make beats or whatever. And, and he was... Writing songs and singing, and he had that distinct voice. Right, like oh, we need to do some stuff together. And right, did well, a couple songs and. But when you in the group with with B Angie B, no, you just worked with Angie. Yeah, B Angie B. Yeah, with Hammer and them. Yeah, yeah. You hit that. I'm just asking. Oh, he did. <laughs> Whoa. No comment. Hey, Whoa. Whoa. My- Whoa, my bad. <laughs> Hold up. Sorry, Angie. Didn't mean to put you Man, out you there like that. You can't be asking them kind of questions. Right, yeah, but, I forgot you know, who I'm talking to. We got a cold We got a cold crew. I forgot. I'm tripping. That's my bad. Never again. When you hear them little them pauses, yeah. Come on, man. Right, you could have heard a mouse piss on cotton and got that quiet. <laughs> <laughs> but so, you, so you didn't know about the BNGB. I thing. know you, now. Yeah, well, I oh mean, wait, yeah, Sauce worked with her like I sure he did early on, putting that work. <laughs> Fuzzy was in the group with her, so Fuzzy was in the group with BNGB. I mean, we played. Gigs together, gigs together. Okay, but yeah, it was yeah. You know, Oakland's like the the live music right. town and all that. So. Yeah. so, how do you make the transition from the Bay Area and come down to hook up with Row? How does that happen? Another yeah, another mutual friend. Okay, he um he was an old school R and B dude, Roger Johnson. Side effect. Okay. And he said, yeah, man, you know, I got these cats, man, up in the back. <laughs> and they, you know, I think y'all work real good together, man. And so I said, okay, uh, who are they? Right. Yeah, and I'm, I'm going to introduce you to them, man. Y'all work real good together. So he gave them a song that I had did. Uh-huh. And they redid it. Okay. It was called Sneaking. <laughs> yep. So this <laughs> you produced it? Yeah, I wrote it. You wrote, wrote it. it. Okay. It. Okay. And then they redid it. Uh huh. And I heard this little Stevie Wonder sounding dude. <laughs> I was like, who is Who's that? that? Right. Oh, damn, man. That's that dude. That's one of them cats I was telling you about that I wanted you to meet. Man. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, so then we met. Right. And uh, they were they were already a group. Okay. They was called Young ASOS. Okay. Young what? ASOS? Young ASOS. And that meant. Jeff Young, Jeff Young, Jeff Young sauce, and Sauce, and Andrea. Yeah. Okay, yeah, they had a girl, Young A Sauce. Yeah. yeah, that that name sucked. Yeah. Okay, so, <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> you guys meet, and was it right away that you said, "Hey, you know what? We want to become a group. Drop the A One Sauce name. 
and come up with another group. He said A1 sauce. Oh, my bad. The group. We started just like a writing team and production okay. team, so it was just it was mainly that. Yeah, right. Like being a group was never in the never, in never the equation. Never plans. No. Mm-hmm. So w- when you were writing and creating music, you was the idea let's create music and try to get them to other artists. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. That was that was the whole idea. That was the whole try idea. To get placements, yeah. Yeah, now but the group the group still existed. And, and Young ASOS was still together. Okay. But it wasn't like we were pursuing that wholeheartedly. We were right. just Cutting records, cutting songs, cutting songs. We, I mean, we could do two, three songs a day sometimes. Right. We, we, we would uh, we would have a race. Jeff would see. He would try to see if he could write them as fast as we could do them. Wow. Mm. Right. Wow. Right. Um. So before you guys decide to put something for the people together with the title, had you guys got any placements or any songs on other artists before you decided to? Do something for the people as a group. Yeah, lipstick. Yeah, yeah. Group. yeah. lipstick. Um, it was a group called Lipstick. Yeah. Hmm. You Two remember? Um, Sounds kind of familiar though. Uh, lipstick. Nancy, Nancy, and um, Unique, Unique. Nancy may be singing on this song in the background. Yeah, she might be right now. Okay, she sang with Dre. So you guys got a song to Lipstick. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. A couple through, songs through I Allison. Think. Through okay. So we'll get to Allison in a minute. So. Lipstick got a couple joints, and then you guys are like, hey, let's. How does something for who decides to do that? We were we were just write we were writing and producing demos to survive. Mm-hmm. Okay, all kinds of people came through the apartment on Isega, right? And we were paying the rent and paying doing demos, bills, paying rent, yeah, all that stuff. Just so whoever we, just needed to we, demo whatever. We'll do your demo for five hundred dollars. Right, right. Mm. We be in there knocking out four or five joints. Right. 125 for pop. Right. And um, it just so happened, Tommy and Denny were up in the bay. So let's let let folks know who Tommy and Denny are. Denzel Foster, Thomas McElroy. Right. Foster McElroy, because of them you have in vogue. Right. Um, Tony, Tony, Tony. Right. The Tonys, that's right. Um, All right, so... You know we, Tommy and Denny. Yeah, Denny and Jeff are cousins. Got, yeah, cousins. Oh wow, I like, didn't even they, know that. Okay. They, they went back way right. back. Okay. Anyway, we got a we got some songs that we had done to Denny. And Denny heard the heard the music and he was like, Who's this? Uh-huh. We was like, Us. Right. He was like, What's up with y'all? Right. <laughs> <laughs> and that's basically how we got a deal. Wow. So at that but, point, was it It was a production situation with, with, well, with Tommy and Denny? Yeah. What had happened was <clears throat> they had landed a deal at Capitol. At Capitol Records. Because of all the success that they had with, with yeah. some of the groups they put out. Yeah, but, but they, they had were already deal. had a deal at Atlantic okay. with Involve. So okay. they couldn't go to another label. Right. So they was like, won't y'all come in and be the front man for this deal we got uh-huh. and we'll just produce the album together we do have y'all do have okay and yeah. y'all because we can't do it we over at Atlantic yeah. right right and, and that's how it happened and we and we were all going to be in the group at one time yeah they were going to be in it the two yeah us three and oh, Tommy yeah. and Denny the funk mob the funk mob <laughs> another horrible funk name <laughs> funk was still relative, relevant right there <laughs> that funk B- barely yeah <laughs> barely yeah. hanging on barely <laughs> who comes up with the name something for the people that was sauce was it me? What, no. Yeah, I'm gonna tell you what it was. Well, you didn't. I you it was didn't, you didn't yeah, you didn't come up with the saying. That was Tootie. Yours and it? our friend Goldie Jones. Wow, we don't even <laughs> want to talk about. That's a whole yeah. other show. <laughs> Goldie Jones used to have a saying when he saw a girl that was hooked up, body and all that. He Look, said, "Boy, she, well, she, she got, got something, little, for, she the got something <laughs> for the people. She got something for the people." Uh, one day, uh, one day, Saw said, "I know what the name of the group is." We were like, "What?" what? He said, "Something, something for, for the people." people. We all kind of smiled. We just we knew it. It was instantaneous. Y'all didn't give Tootie not a dime for that, huh? No. no. <laughs> what up, homie? Hey, look. No, no, we no, we gave him a dime. Oh we, yeah, yeah, we bailed him out. We bailed him out of jail a couple times. <laughs> I didn't, I didn't, I didn't want to put him out there, but yes, he did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He yeah. made a couple collect calls. That's yeah. for damn yeah. sure. Yeah. Bahamas and all that. All that. All yeah. that. Yeah. That's yeah. another show, brother. All that. Yeah. So something for the people. Um, your first album. How do you get? So how do you end up getting the Warner Brothers? And they had the Atlantic situation. How did that happen? Man, it was a, it was a road. We were at Capitol, 
right the same time Portrait was there. Uh, shout out to the homies Portrait. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. we met them all kind of, we were at the same label. Right. Same time. In the midst, just before we came out, Capitol shut down the black music department. Okay. We got, our contract got bought out by RCA because Allison was at RCA and she wanted us. So Allison was, what was her title at that point? The, like, uh, head of black music? Yeah, she, wasn't, she wasn't, A&R. she was an A&R director. A&R at uh, okay. RCA. Yeah. And we went to RCA and our deal was just getting done at RCA. And she was like. We were in the studio. Yeah, in the studio with, recording. With Roger, right? Roger Troutman. Yeah. We wow. were in the studio. Well, no, this was before Roger. Anyway, she came to the studio and said, I got good news and bad news. Uh-huh. She was like, um, the good news is I got a new job <laughs> at Warner Brothers. Uh-huh. <laughs> the bad news is you guys might have to stay at RCA. Without her. <laughs> or you can come to me with Warner Brothers. Right. You're like, well, we going where you going. Yeah. So she took two acts with her to Warner Brothers. And that was? Us and Eric Benet. And Eric Benet. Right. Wow. So you guys get to Warner Brothers. So now, the album comes out, and we played the first single, um, Get This Party Started Right. At what point do you guys start to become sought-after songwriters and producers within that time frame of, of that first album? We had already you was, been producing. You had been producing. But, okay, so, but when does it get to the point to, like, because you guys did half of Brandy's first album. Let's let, let let's let folks know what that is. That was before, that was something, before for something for the people. That was before something for the people. Yeah. yeah. We produced it as something for the people. But right. Yeah. But that was, but that was before <laughs> your, your yeah. album came out as something for the people. Yeah, yeah. We were still in our single doing that in the bedroom. Yeah. Y'all had Brandy in the bedroom? Oh, yeah. That's what that's vocal cutting was. vocals. Oh, vocals. okay. <laughs> oh, no, R. Kelly, because she yeah, was like no, nine. No, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hold up. Right. Y'all know how I feel about that damn Brandy Norwood, too. Boy, I love me some Brandy. That first album still is one of my favorite albums. Q Nice, can we play that? Uh... What's up, Bro? How you doing? Uh, right on. You heard that, right? <laughs> so that's <laughs> dedicating. You hear Brandy talking to Ro. Mm hmm. Inspire me to sing, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, right. Well, all you gotta do is let me know what inspired me to sing. Wow. Nigga, right? Bro, how does that feel, dog? Come on. Let's go. I like it even better now. Well, we're gonna talk about we're gonna talk about why you like it so much now. So Brandy's first album takes off. You guys do half of that. And my favorite song actually on that album is uh Sunny Day. Yeah. Um so after after that happens, now are you guys? Because after that Brandy album, you guys now ha- like a lot of folks really got to be coming at you guys. Was it hard for you to do the artist thing and do the production thing? Was there one that you liked more than the other? I mean, I was always more for the production thing, right? Myself. Um, I think we, you. I mean, you were yeah, 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 yeah. We called. We called. We said producing was our day job, right? Yeah. So, did you guys like the whole process of having to promote, go on a road, and all that stuff to promote you guys as an R and B act, or were you just? Did you not really want to do that, and you kind of just wanted to just do the producing thing? But you had to do that to promote. Yeah, I mean that part was just fun, just to be out yeah. on the road, you know, with get your friends. Get, you know what I mean? All that making getting, friends, getting with... instant response from the crowd. Like, right. Yeah. That part was it, cool. It, it forced us. It forced us to become artists. Right. Because when we went to the studio to make that first album, we were producers making an album as artists. Uh huh. It, it didn't do. It didn't go so well. Right. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> we, we made some noise, but right. I mean, we, we were very regional. Right. So when you go back and see what the title of the next album was, mm-hmm. it was called "This Time Is Personal." Right. So, so y'all now had so, taken it serious, like we're we're actual act now. And it helped because we had been out on the road. We saw what they were responding to, so we we became artists. Right. And I mean, the result was "My Love Is the Shit." So let's talk about that. "My Love Is the Ish" on the second album. How does it? How does that even come about? Like, what's the? How does that concept come together to for that song? Fuzzy. Yeah. Was it fuzzy? That was, that was fuzzy's idea, yeah. 
So what did he say? Like, I have an idea. I kind of want to take a beat and redo this. Like, how did that work? Yeah. Yeah. He had the idea to, to jack that beat. Right. So we went in, redid it, and we sent the instrumental to Allison. Okay. With nothing on it. Right. <laughs> Just a straight beat. Yeah. yeah. She heard is, is, it. is it the beat as we know it, or was there yeah. some changes? Yeah. Nope, just as you, as you oh, hear. Yeah. Okay. So she hears it on the phone, and she's like, that's a... Getting hit. <laughs> <laughs> we caught it. Turn it up. Damn, that's dead on. <laughs> wow. So uh, we called Trina and Tamara over. Yeah. Shout out Trina and Tamara, um, Jesse Powell's sister. Mm-hmm. Shout out Jesse Powell. And I've said this, I don't know how many times. That family right there, as far as talent is. No joke. And happy belated birthday to Tamara. Her birthday was yesterday. Happy oh, birthday, mm-hmm. Tamara. Oh, I forgot. My bad. My, um, Tamara. My bad. So she what, wanted to come up here too. What, ma- what made Allison want to put Trina and Tamara on that song? Was that her? Was that Allison's it, idea? It was our idea. Yeah. It was your idea because yeah. you guys had been working. We had been together. working with them already. Yeah. Right. Tamara right. singing backgrounds on Bandy's album. Right. Right. So, so it, th- it was. You know that was in '93, and. My love was like 96, 97. So, you know, we're talking about three or four years that we have been working with them already. Right, yeah, right. Yeah. So, so when the, you guys finally finish this song, do you realize, when it's done, do you guys know, like, this, this is going to take off? No. no. You had no idea what it was going to do what it was going to do? No. Uh-uh. At what point do you realize, like, yo, we're sitting on a monster? Mm. We were out on the road. I remember going out on the road, and I remember getting good response. And every time we would come back home, and we, and we would see the charts, I would see it's like, Going up, and I think we cracked the top ten. I was like, "Okay, this is real, right? <laughs> this is, this is right. real. This is the real deal, right?" And you know, before you know it, it was like the highlight of every show. It was like, right? They were on. It. Is it true that Timberland was a little upset? He felt that you guys may have jacked the sound a little bit. Is, is that kind of accurate? I kind of heard that that he was a little uh. A little upset or a little felt I, that you know was kind of sounding like what he was doing. He never said anything, but he wasn't super duper friendly. <laughs> <laughs> so, so my love is an ish. Cracks top ten. How how far up the chart did he get? Um, it went number two, one or two. It was going it was, back and forth. Yeah, with back and forth with Usher. Wow. One and two. You make me want to in, in my right. nose. Yeah. Wow. Oh, that's so how you're going to battle. That's a good one right I there. I think Airplay, we we hit number one, but oh, I think Urban Charts or Hot 100, we couldn't, we couldn't, was, we couldn't pass them. Right. One of them charts, we couldn't, we couldn't get it. You couldn't get it. Right. On Buster. In the Hot 100, um, Princess Di had died, and uh, Oh Boy wrote a song, Elton John. Oh, that, that, Candles, that, in, that, Candles in the Wind. That's a rap. He locked down the number one spot. Right. And then it was Usher, You Make Me One, and it was Us, number three. Right. Mm-hmm. And that was there for, I mean, it, that was the hot 100. It wasn't like, we didn't even talking about the black singles. Right, right, right. Oh, yeah. yeah, that song blew up so big. Did your album sales um, reflect how big the song was? Or was it was it like, should you have sold more albums? Oh, yeah. What was the problem? With, with that That you didn't sell As many albums Was it like Maybe they left the single Out there too long And, and didn't promote The album as the much single, The single was Multi-platinum Yeah Wow and so It was like the, They left it out there. Yeah, it was, the I think they were just have, So shocked, shocked. They didn't know What the hell was going on <laughs> yeah. Right That yeah. they had something That blew up Right Warner Brothers was Was dry they, Right It was brand new again yeah. Right We were like We were really the guinea pig Because they didn't even have A promotions team When we got there Uh huh And they put They put You want this party started out Without a promotions team Right, they just yeah. just threw it out there, and, yeah. threw, and, and then threw, threw us, us on the road there. without oh, no, no no rehearsal, rehearsal or nothing. nothing. <laughs> y'all y'all got a show in Memphis tomorrow. tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> what? You ready? Huh? Right. Wow, I got something for the people uh, rocking with me today on the AM Caffeine Morning Show. So, uh, Q Nice, yes, sir. Give me, uh, man, I don't know. Give me something. Shoot. <laughs> Because when we come back, we're going to talk about Will Smith and all that AM Caffeine Morning Show. So, Q Nice, do what you do, dog. Give me something. Yes, sir. Yes, sir.
Get your morning started the right way with the AM Caffeine Morning Show. With the AM Caffeine Morning Show. Cue nights on the ones and twos. I got something for the people in the damn building. Yes, sir. There's so much chatter that goes on during the mix. Stuff that they're telling me that I didn't even know about Aaliyah coming over to um to the apartment that you guys used to record at all the time. Yeah. Um and when she came over, did you guys record or was just some some hangout? Yeah, it was just kind of like a meet meet and greet. Yeah, because she was just she was just coming out of the R. Kelly stuff. Okay, and her brother and her pops came over, and we just kind of listened to music and talked. I was really just tripping because she was so down to earth and cool. Right, right. She came to the studio when we were recording our album, 
And shortly after that is when she hooked up with Missy and Tim. Wow. Yeah. Um, all right, so my lovers the ish blows up. You guys are producing for so many different artists. Um and I kinda wanna let folks know some of the stuff that you guys did that I'm sure like they don't know. How did the whole Will Smith just the two of us uh happen? That was through Omar, right? Yep. Um yeah, meet your friend of ours, Omar Rambert. So Omar, who was uh, Will Smith's like A and R go to guy, mm-hmm. right? And we so, were playing, we were just playing ball. With yeah, we were just playing ball together all the time, at, right? In the, and Will, Will would come and play every now and then too. He'd be, okay. in the, he'd be up there posting sauce up, in right? The, in, the, in the post, couldn't do nothing with him. <laughs> couldn't, do nothing with him. <laughs> couldn't, do nothing, couldn't do nothing with him. <laughs> so was it an idea that that? Will Smith's camp had or how do you, how how did that even happen? I think it was just something we did and just presented he just heard it, it and heard we, it. We didn't even think that he was gonna yeah. vibe on that one. Right. And so he um He did it. No, he he came out to the house. Yeah. <laughs> that was funny. And this was Chino Hills. Chino Hills right after Independence Day, right? Yeah. Oh wow! So he was he was Will Smith he was big. Yeah, but I didn't realize that yet. Yeah, we, none of us. <laughs> did. I, I was a, you know I was a DJ Jazzy Zeff Fresh Prince fan. Right, right, right. So I'm like, let's go over to Dave and Buster's in Ontario and get something to eat. Uh huh. Got mobbed. Right. <laughs> I had no idea. Yeah, no idea it was that big. This he like, oh, this might not this be a good idea. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, I didn't know you was that big. <laughs> <laughs> and um. Sauce had a nice crib out in Chino. A lot used to go on. Sauce had a dope um, studio there, and he had the the, the little pool little with the pool waterfall. With the when folks got, went out there, you can't with a black with a duffel. Yeah, with a duffel bag because it was so far out. When yeah. you went to Sauce's house, you stayed there. Yep. Oh yeah, he liked that. I'm sure he did. Yeah. Um. So this is Fuzzy singing on the hook of this song on on just the two of us. Yeah, yeah. This was it almost didn't happen. No, and and hey, and Trisha's on there too. Yeah, Trisha Covington's on there. They 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 wanted to get Levert, I think, to do it. Gerald Levert, and I like yeah pleaded with Will. Like, yeah, no, like, no, don't do that though. That I mean, shout out rest in yeah. peace, Gerald Levert. But I don't think that that would have sounded hella old. Yeah, that was yeah. that so, good 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 job, Will. And uh. Uh-oh. And it almost didn't happen because something wasn't right in the production where it wasn't fitting what he was doing. What what Jeff was what Will. Fuzzy well, what Will was doing. Yeah. Uh-huh. So I was like, oh hold on, let me just let me go home and fix it. Right. Because <laughs> <Right. laughs> we need this on yeah. this album. <laughs> I'll be right there. Mixing over Pacific in right. uh, North Hollywood. I drove all the way back to Chino Hills. To get it right. Sure Got that thing that. right. Yeah. Brought it back. That's what I'm talking about. Boom. And there it, there is. it is. Um how was the publishing on that? Cause uh, ain't none. You have to give all that up. Yeah, but the the producer points. Grover Washington Jr. And those those were still nice. Bill Weathers and, and Bill Weathers, right? Yeah, and Will Smith, right? <laughs> Some for the people, right? Right. Zero, right? <laughs> production points. So as producers, when you were sampling, did did you go into it like you know what? I'm, I'm not going to really get anything from the publishing end. Or you were just like, if it felt right, I'm going to roll with it. Yeah, we didn't, we didn't wasn't even, even thinking like that. Wasn't even thinking like that. No. Right, right. Wasn't even uh, a thought. Not even, yeah. Just if it felt good, that's what we're going yeah. with. Yeah. yeah. Um, all right, so you guys did that. You guys did Georgie Porgy with Eric Benet. And Faith Evans. And Faith, Faith Evans. Evans. Yeah. How did that happen? Well, I guess that was kind of easy because of Eric being on the same label as you guys, right? That was Jeff. Well, <laughs> that was Jeff. Eric part was easy, but that was yeah. That was Jeff. That was Jeff again too. Jeff, it was Jeff's idea. Yeah, boy, that little smart little mother. <laughs> <laughs> but who idea was it to go get Faith? Yeah, how did how did Jeff, shout out Jeff Faith? Jeff and Eric were out. They uh, were we out. was all out. I, I'm sure y'all. I'm sure Motown, they were. Motown they, saw, they saw Faith. They and, saw uh, Faith out performing. Yeah, yeah, and 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 Jeff said to Eric, "That's who you need to get on on, on huh. Georgie Porgy right there." Oh, this is before the Motown thing. Okay. Yeah, yeah, and uh, <laughs> and Eric went over there and talked to her. She was already an Eric, Eric fan. fan, so it was wow. pretty easy. 
Yeah. Wow. He, before he even asked, he was like, whatever it is, yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, and the thing about Eric, especially at that time, that boy was hot as cayenne pepper, boy. <laughs> I remember one time, it was all of us. We went to, I don't know who we went to go see at House of Blues. And Eric's car was in valet. So Eric and I went walked out. And I think Ro parked up the street And everyone was kind of parked separate But Eric was in valet So he and I walked to get his car When I tell you I was dodging ass left and right like, Oh, oh, man. oh that, that, that nipple would. almost hit me Whoa There goes a click Whoa. You would be walking with Eric And just be tripping over women I, I, I said Eric I can't Eric Oh excuse me I was like Eric I ain't no punk In these streets Like I, I Back then I was doing a little work but like Eric, I cannot hang out with you. Like, there's no way I'm gonna be walking around with Eric Renee with the amount of females that was like coming at me. I couldn't believe it. Like, you live this every day. You lucky. <laughs> uh, something for the people in the building. So, 2016, man. With all the things that you guys have uh, accomplished. And you know what? I didn't even get into the whole Neo thing. Who's Sauce now um, works for Neo's company. So how is it structured, Sauce? So you work for Neo's production company? I'm basically like in-house producer, engineer, whatever they need. So like a little bit it, of everything. So is it it's all the stuff that Neo writes on? So if he writes a song for Mary J. Blige, you now then go and, do, and record her. Record, do the vocal production right. or whatever, yeah. Now and a lot of folks don't know, man. You guys are kind of responsible for Neo there, dog. Like whew, I remember Neo coming to the studio when he was Schaefer. Like uh <laughs> yeah, And I don't know if a lot of people really realize that that Neil was really working with you guys, and it was because of that relationship that you guys had with Neil. Is really the reason Neil got that damn deal as a solo artist. Yeah, I mean, it was just I had a, we had another mutual friend that was working at Def Jam, Tina Davis. Uh huh. And we happened to be in New York just shopping songs, not looking for a deal, right? And called her up, said, "Hey, we out here, you know, shopping songs. You know, got this little idea to do a like a, a company full of dope writers, right?" <clears throat> So come by, come by, come by and see me tomorrow. So we're like, cool. So me and Neo go over there. I will tell her what we're trying to do. So we got this bunch of writers. We got this company called Inkwell. We want to try to get a situation, right? She's like, oh, that sounds cool. You guys got any artists? I'm like, no. Nah. I mean, he sing. He right. sings the demos. <laughs> right. Check it out. What's here? What's here? Here, here, here we go. <laughs> so she puts it in, and she That's sits what she back, said. and he's like, oh, <laughs> who that singing? So she asked him to get up, sing it, perform it while I'm listening to it. What what song was that? Do you remember? Or was it just a song that a he song had called, that you were trying uh, to get placed? It was a song called Throw Your Hands Up, Put Your Hands Up, which Miguel ended up cutting up. Yeah, Miguel oh, okay. That. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Um, so that was one. And then he had two or three other songs that he did with Dr. Dre. He had Tear yeah. You Down. Tear, tear you, you Down. You remember that? That was a monster. Was- the concept <laughs> of Tear You Down that Dr. Dre did was so yeah. dope. Man, don't have me pull that because I got that in my iTunes tip. I'll pull that all the way out. That's, that's another one. That was the other one. Yep. So he performed these songs that you guys were just shopping as demos and yeah. she was like, yo, hold up, dog. Yeah. You could be an artist. Yeah. So she called LA immediately. 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 Say, I got something you think I think you need to see. So he was like, I got, I'm about to get on a plane, but hold on, I might, I might not make it. So she said, let me hear some more stuff. So we played her a few more joints. And she's like, okay, just we're going to take these three and play these for, for L.A. Right. So we just in there chopping it up, talking about Vallejo and the Bay and stuff. Right. And then um, he hits her and said, come on down. So we go down to his office. The whole staff is sitting in his office in a little circle. All this happened at the same day. Yeah, same day. And he's like, what's going on? Got this Got writer. this boy. <laughs> boy right here. <laughs> this got devil singer. <laughs> you know, got a few songs with Dre. And, right. You know, he's like, wait, 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 wait. How you get this off with Dr. Dre? How you got songs from Dr. Dre? Like, <laughs> right. I can't wait but check in his face and get his own. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Like, I said, I don't know. He just, his manager asked him for him. He gave him to him. Right. So Neil gave him the spiel. Like, he was, he was going to sign him as an artist, but 
he didn't think he really fit the mode of what of, they were, of, what Dre was F- doing, yeah. right? So you know, so he said, okay, I get it. That, that makes more sense, right? So he plays the songs, kneels, gets up, sings, performs to all the girls in the room or whatever, and um. LA's like, damn, that's funky. Let me hear that again. Uh-huh. <laughs> you ain't got to sing it. Right. <laughs> he plays it again. And he plays two more songs. And then uh, Tina's like, okay, give us like 10, 15 minutes. And we go outside. She comes out 10 minutes later. Okay, who's your attorney? He wants to do the deal. Wow. wow. Just like that. Just yeah. like that is crazy. Yeah. Damn, dude. It don't happen like that. Anymore. No, no, it sure the hell don't. <laughs> So Neil's first album comes up. Damn, I wish we had more time. Hold on. So Neil's first album comes out, and you guys do the joint. Q nice. You have the Neil joint. Um, Q nice. Oh, you hear me? I hear you. Give me that Neil joint. That uh, something for the people, dear dear boy. Go ahead, put that up, dear boy. Um, no, that's what you sampled. It just ain't right. It just ain't right. Which was a banger. Let me see if I can pull that up. Which was a banger on that first album. But damn. Why did y'all do more in that album? You got him the damn deal. <laughs> well, it was, it was some politics because they were switching up. Um, Who was Tina switching left, up? Tina left. So? And Jay-Z came in. I don't give a hot damn. <laughs> <laughs> like, we got you the deal, uh, Sean Carter. Uh, 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 oh, snap. Hey, I'm Captain Morning Show. Goodness, I didn't realize it's been that long. But anyway. So good to hear that you've moved on and found somebody new. So have I, still, baby, something is wrong. You don't have to answer this. It's too personal. Don't worry about it. Caffeine morning show. Oh, wait, that's another junk y'all getting no publisher. I know Switch took all that, didn't they? <laughs> <laughs> that Bobby the bar said, I need that. That one hoy. That one hoy. You know, Bobby and them be on that booger sugar. They needed all of their money. <laughs> <laughs> you just give me all of that, Bobby. You just give me all of that. Hey, <laughs> put your hands morning. up there. <laughs> Sauce, you know how I get down. Yeah. <laughs> so. Cat Daddy, Ro. Yes, sir. You are doing a lot of music for uh, TV stuff, a lot of the award stuff. Tell us about that. How, oh, how does yeah. that process, how, how does that work? That's cool. I mean, I, you know, it's, it's all about reinvention. You know, you, you do the artist thing, you do the producer thing, and then you just take advantage of opportunities that come your way. So right. I had an opportunity to get into television stuff on a whim through a friend of mine, Claude Brooks. Okay. I did a show called Hip Hop Harry. Right. And that eventually led to me doing the Image Awards. Oh, tell them, Sauce. Hey. What? Tell them, bro. So how many Image Awards have you done? Three or four. So you've done three or four. Yeah, clap it up. Clap that damn shit. I need a whole song. <laughs> so the Image Awards. Yeah. And then did you do some stuff for BET as well? I got music all over TV. So how does that work? I mean, I know you said you take advantage of relationships and stuff like that, but what's the process? Do you go in there and specifically do stuff for shows? Are you sitting on a library of music? Both. Both. Yeah. Yep. I got a library of music. You know, when you've been doing it as long as we have, the one thing about a library is that if you do something in a specific era, is still relevant. They may be doing a show that's relevant to that era. So mm-hmm. we got some '90s right. stuff, that's right? They be like, "Man, I'm looking for some '90s R&B," right? And I just smile because it's like, "Oh, you ain't said number of yeah. words, Johannesburg. I yeah. got that yeah. coming right up, right? Bounce coming right up. <laughs> <laughs> <Bounce> coming right <laughs> up. <laughs> you ain't got no bounce, right? So is that the direction where you 
want to continue to go? What else, what else do you want to do? Oh, man, you know, I got about 12 jobs. I man. know, brother. You know, you know, I got the 12, 12 jobs, man. I, I, I got the library of music, man. <laughs> right. Uh, <laughs> um, doing the composing thing, I'm actually going to go out and start doing some speaking. Okay. To like colleges. All these about what music production, just all getting that. in the game, yeah, everything, all of nice. that. I mean, when you when you accumulate twenty some years, and you know business. you you know that you've been in the business a long time when you use words like accumulate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> AM Caffey Morning Show vocabulary word of the day: accumulate. accumulate. Ed, I'm educated. <laughs> <laughs> so, speaking engagements, continue to do the TV thing, and to. Bring it all the way full circle from Brandy's first album that we played earlier. We played the song "Dedicate" that is that is now sampled by Drake. Yeah, we finally Drake's got sampled. New, right, so, so we got sampled <laughs> on Drake's new album. What is that? Fire and Desire. Yes, yeah. is that yeah, the name yeah, of it? Yeah. 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 Shout out our Rick James and now what's the white girl? The Tina them. Tina, Tina Marie. Marie. Yeah. yeah, there it is, oh, yeah. boy. Yeah. So how did that work? I know we run out of time. Uh, how did that work, real quick? That you got contacted about Drake wanting to sample you guys. Exactly what happened. The, our publisher contacted us and said, you'll never guess who uh, we got a call from. They sampled a song that you guys did. We were like, who? who? Uh-huh. He started laughing. He said, Drake. He was like, man, get, get the hell up out of here, dude. Man, don't even come at me like that. <laughs> right, bitch. Don't play my emotions. <laughs> wow. I mean, Drake has to be the biggest male, male artist, artist in the world. It got to yeah, be. There's yeah. nobody, I don't think anybody's even close. Yeah. Now, question, and I'm a Drake fan, but when Drake sings, seriously, do you guys fall asleep? Like, no, no. I get narcolepsy <laughs> when he starts to sing. I love when he raps, but let that boy start singing. He's like Sade. I like. I want to slip my wrist. He's like kind of depressing. This <laughs> dude. But I like when he raps, though. I don't get. I like. I like it all. Well, I like him more now because he sampled my my, my buttons. You guys are face. <laughs> AM Caffeine Morning Show, Sauce Man. Ro, Cat Daddy from Sunday for the people. These are my dudes, way bigger than music. And uh, I'm really proud of you guys that you guys have been in the game as long as you have. And you're continually doing new things and stay, reinventing yourself and staying in this game. Because this, this, this game ain't no punk. It take, a, it take a lot of us out there, boy. Shoot you up and spit you out. You ain't never lied. AM Caffeine Morning Show. Thanks so much. These are my boys. Make sure. How can they find you on social media, Sauce? Even though Sauce don't even Sauce 25. Yeah, he does. Well, I don't know why. You don't even do nothing. Instagram, Sauce Cat, yeah, how can they find you? a little more active, Cat Daddy. A little more, a little more active. <laughs> Mr. Holiday 22, Instagram. Cat Daddyto. There it is. On Twitter. On Twitter. Get yeah. at him. If you have some music, he's always looking for it. But if it's whack, we ain't fooling with you. Yeah. Yeah. Cat be more so. It's in the building. Urban Twist Music. You can send me that. I got a podcast. Once again, bro, give it to him. Breaking down the business. Give him the, the, uh, the, the, not the podcast, but how can they submit music? Oh, Urban Twist Music. Urban Twist Music. Urban Nothing whack. Music, we don't yeah. want no whack juice in uh, Caffeine Morning Show. Yeah, yeah. There it is. There it is. Thank you guys so much. These are my boys. Make sure you follow them. Before we get out of here, Smooth D, Q Nice. Yeah, yeah. In, in your mouth! AM Caffeine Morning Show's in the building. Thanks, homies.